0: What's happening everyone, welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take with your Schooley Blake Neiman, and if the Warriors hadn't learned to deal with adversity, they sure did this week in their 3 game series against the Staten Eagles. The Warriors got off to a rough start to say the least in game 1 as the Eagles went through their entire lineup scoring 5 runs to start the game. Many of the runs came on the Warriors' own mistakes as they made two errors and had a wild pitch in the inning, which allowed the Eagles to really open things up. The Eagles continued to take advantage of the Warriors' struggles, tacking on a run in each the 2nd and 3rd, and then really opening things up in the 4th with a 3-spot to take a 10-run advantage. Meanwhile, the Warriors were lifeless at the plate, not being able to break through the struggle, only managing 3 hits in all, two of which came by Cameron Ordway. In the end, the Warriors weren't able to bring any runs across, resulting in a more than sickening 10-0 shutout defeat on their home turf. It was a sloppy effort on all fronts, and the Warriors were going to have to clean things up quickly as they had to take on Staten again in Game 2 in just less than 24 hours. The Warriors came out and got punched in the mouth again from the start as Staten got on the scoreboard early, bringing one run across in the first inning. The Warriors then grunted and grinded for the next five innings, backing up David Griffith on the bump, keeping themselves within reach for the taking. In the bottom of the fifth, the Warriors finally were able to create some action after Cameron Ordway led off the inning with a double. Carson Girding then moved him over to third on a sacrifice bunt, and then Mason Stearns brought Ordway in on a solid single up the middle to even this game up one apiece. The following inning, Cash Lindsay led things off with a single, and then Isle was able to move him over on a sack bunt. The Eagles then intentionally walked Ordway who went 3-for-3 three three on the afternoon. After a strikeout to make two outs, Mason Stearns would come through in the heat of the moment yet again with a single to right field to bring Lindsey in from second for the go-ahead run. Griffith then bunkered down for the next six outs with some flyouts to both me and Carson Girding, as well as two strikeouts of his own to secure the victory which gave the Warriors a chance to steal this series back in their favor and get the win on Thursday in a matchup for all the marbles. Yet again, it was the Warriors who struggled to find rhythm in the early going as they fell into a 3-0 deficit after the Eagles brought runs across in each of the 4th, 5th and 6th innings. The road to victory was not looking good for the Warriors as they were down to their final 4 outs with little to no hope for any sort of offensive production. But despite the odds, the Warriors managed to break through on a 2 out rally in the 6th after Mason Stearns worked a walk and then Alec Russell moved him over to 3rd on a base knock. Russell then stole second to put two runners in scoring position for Ty May, who came through with a big-time hit that scored both runners to make it just a one-run deficit. After May advanced to second on a Griffith single, Chad Russell had the clutchest hit of them all, with a line drive to center to drive in the game when tying run from second to ultimately send this game into extra innings. After missing out on an opportunity in the 8th, the Warriors found themselves trailing once again in this game as Staten took a lead in the top of the 9th. This time around, however, the Warriors had an answer as Logan Carter and Ordway hit back-to-back singles to left field. Cash Lindsay then brought Carter in to tie the game back up on a hard-hit ball up the middle and loaded the bases up for Alec Russell. Russell then proceeded to work a bases loaded walk that brought in Ordway for the winning run that helped the Warriors claim the come from behind 4-3 victory and a 2-1 series win. It was a grind to say the least on both sides of the ball as not only were the Warriors able to find a way to get themselves on the scoreboard late in the game, but they were also able to limit this Tufts Eagles lineup to just three runs in all thanks to both a solid start by Skylar Brolin and then a clutch relief performance from Braden Shank in the critical innings down the stretch. So now, after a wild journey, the Warriors control their own destiny for a league title, as they now just need to take care of business against Newport this upcoming week to claim the coveted Oregon West Conference title. First pitch against the Cubs is scheduled for Monday at 4.30 at home, so come down to Stevenson Field and give these Warriors some momentum for the week. Hope you all enjoyed that. I can't wait to see how the Warriors make the best of this. It was a magical moment, to say the least, firsthand experiencing it. It was such an incredible feeling just being able to find a way to work around the adversity that we are facing all throughout that series, getting a 10-0 in the first game. How we managed to come back, I can't even put into words, but it just speaks to what this team is capable of. So we just got to take care of business now against Newport and the, the road ahead is looking bright as the Warriors can just put these pieces together because if they can play like they did in the final three or four or so extra innings uh, against and in this third game, they'll be a good spot come playoff time. So hope you all enjoyed that. You can catch all of the with uh, Warrior action here on Blake's Take on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. I hope you all enjoyed. Subscribe and like for more, and I will see you all on the next one. Have a wonderful day.